Welcome to the Surfpreneurs Podcast, where we interview the owners of successful surf and lifestyle companies to hear about the key moments from their journey to get to where they are today. Every episode we learn, we get inspired, and make connections that will help elevate all of us and our businesses to the next level. My name is James Marshall, otherwise known as Mammoth, and today's podcast is with Tessa from Climax Surfwax. When I say Surfwax, you probably think of a market niche that's pretty saturated, right? Well, Tessa thought she could do it better, and her sales to date suggest she was right. However, her background is probably one of the more unique stories I've heard of in my time dealing with surfpreneurs. Just quickly before we begin, I have a confession to make. I am a little late getting this podcast out since it was recorded in 2020, so there's a few references to lockdowns and things like that. However, her story, the approach to growing a business, and what she learned along the way is still 100% relevant to all of us today. So, without further ado, let's talk to Tessa. Do you just want to start by talking a little bit about why you became a skydive instructor, and then we can get into the sort of surf transition from there? I honestly had no idea what I'd do for a career throughout high school. I never really saw myself going to university. And I had done a skydive when I was 16, and it was this lady tandem instructor who took me. And she was like covered in tatters and just so cool. And then I got to talking to her and she was like only one of two female tandem instructors in New Zealand at the time. And that just blew my mind. And then I started to do some research about it maybe in like year 12. No, earlier than that. Because I, I did a student exchange to Italy and I hoped that maybe I would be inspired by something like going and traveling by myself and nothing really hit me. And I just knew that I wanted to do something exciting and a bit different, maybe like have a little bit more freedom with my work. And skydiving is actually really great for that because it's really seasonal. You can like do a summer stint here and go, like a lot of people do the course here and go internationally like straight away because um, the skydiving diploma is actually the only one in the world, which is here in New Zealand, which is amazing. Oh, right. Yeah, I decided to do that straight out of high school. It was only like a nine-month course. I had like the best time. I met some really cool people. I just stayed up in Parakai for like a year or two, just working and learning off like some world-class skydivers. I just had the best time. It was really cool, but it did get to a point where it was more work and you have to jump in like conditions that maybe you're not totally comfortable in. There were like a lot of skydive instructors that were already like looking into something that they could do outside of skydiving when they're working there anymore because you can't do it forever. That's when I came up with Climax and it slowly moved into like a full-time thing and that's where I'm at now. I think my mum was so not into it and all my friends were like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, I think you're probably the first person I've met that was actually a skydive instructor at some point in their life. That's really cool. It's really unexpected to a lot of people as well. Yeah. So were you already kind of a surfer when you started the skydiving thing or did surfing come along later and then how did you get into starting a surf wax company how did that transition go I was kind of into surfing before so I was like quite into it throughout high school and then I met my partner Joe and he is just so 
obsessed like it's a life passion when we started dating I kind of got thrown into that world a little harder and I just like completely fell in love with the lifestyle the people I feel so lucky to be a part of such a cool community and it's led to me to like be talking to you about surf it's so cool yeah I completely share a lot of those thoughts actually um particularly when you talk about like how obsessed with surfing your partner is I've been like that most of my life so I could definitely relate and I'm sure people listening and can probably relate as well it's kind of crazy that um (laughs) the intense passion that surfers have yeah I yeah I've never seen it in any other sport it's just such a big love and the lifestyle just takes over and it doesn't necessarily naturally come in with uh business which is probably why there's even a something a bit more special about someone that's a passionate surfer but also wants to start their own business in the industry so what drove you down that path? I was just sort of having fun with the idea of it. And I honestly wasn't expecting it to go like as far as it has. Because obviously from the start, I had my doubts about it. I was mainly like just talking with Joe. And, you know, when you're talking about surf, everyone gets so fired up. And I was like, oh, my God, this could be so cool. This could be really fun. And I just wanted to create that lifestyle for myself. And I just thought, you know, no better way than just getting as involved as I can. Yeah, so I think I mentioned before when we had a call a while ago that I kind of have been watching from afar, I guess on Instagram, watching Climax from when it first became an idea and then slowly over time you just kind of grown it. So I can see how you must have just kind of dabbled and then it's developed a life of its own. I love the wax, by the way. Like I've used it a couple of times and I think it's really, really good stuff. I wasn't sure what to expect. I really liked it. I personally quite like the kind of softer, tackier wax. Smells delicious. So that's all awesome. But I know that I've heard stories in the past about the likes of sex wax and the really big companies being quite protective over their formulas. So how was the process of saying, once you decided like, okay, wax was a thing that you're going to try and make, how did you go from that point to actually making something and testing it out? And just talk us through that a little bit. It was a long trial and error process to get where it is now. I'm really happy with the current formula, but obviously I'm like constantly working on it and altering it. It was a lot of research. It was actually really fun to try and create something that was like a bit different because a lot of waxes have a like paraffin and soy based waxes. I enjoyed doing all of the research to get to where it is, but obviously at the start, oh my God, my first formula at the start was awful. It was so bad. I wanted the wax at the start. I was like, okay, it'd be really cool if it like didn't turn brown eventually. And so I like tried to use like these natural white colorants to put in it. And it would just, I would get Joe to test it. His whole wetsuit was like covered in white. Like it just didn't work. There's been like a lot of ups and downs with it. But yeah, I think I'm slowly starting to really hit the spot. And I'm really excited to be putting out some more temperatures soon, which is cool. Yeah, that's um, I, that's a pretty hilarious kind of product development fail. I'd never thought of like trying to put a color in and then just completely turning the wetsuit. I hope it didn't ruin his water wetsuit or anything. It, it like slowly came off, but it was like quite a thick natural color. Like I, I don't even know what I was thinking. And then I let Joe gave some to his dad to try out. He was just like, what the hell? <laughs> Went all over his wetsuit as well. He was just like, oh, my God. 
these kids have no idea what they're doing. But yeah, we got there eventually. <laughs> yeah, you did. Like, and like I said before, the final product's pretty epic, and that's just like obviously the um the the physical product itself. But then there's obviously quite a distinctive branding and artistic visual element around it as well. How did that come to be? Because it's definitely it's definitely unique, I'd say. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I try. <laughs> I think the with the branding, a lot of it kind of came from like a personal place because I just really enjoyed doing all the designs and I was just having so much fun with it. I honestly just always wanted Climax to be like a visual experience and like I wanted it to be where people buy the products and after a while they're still finding like quirky little designs on it or, you know, just like something that imagery keeps going. Yeah, it's been so fun. Yeah, because it's really quite intricate. Yeah, and I, I just wanted people to be, like, drawn to the design, maybe, like, think, oh, I'll get closer to it to have a look at it and just find the little quirky bits in it. So I did quite a bit high school, but I never really imagined it coming into what I'd be doing as a career. I always just thought of art as a hobby. It's pretty crazy to see where it's ended up and how much I'm using it now, which is really cool. I think the other thing I mentioned before as well is I followed the Instagram for quite a while. Your Instagram stories in particular have always been pretty impressive. It's really natural and personal without actually seeing your face on there, but like it's really interactive and it really entices people to get in and like interact with the brand. And I've said that in a way that sounds really like businessy and corporate, but I think to you it probably just happened naturally was that something that like was kind of pre-planned out or was just felt right to you and that you use familiar personally anyway so talk us through like that section of social media and marketing and things like that I would definitely say it was a bit of both like planned and personal everything I do with Climax is new because I've, I've never done a marketing course or anything like that when I first started I was always asking my friends for their opinions and as the followers started to grow I was like wow this is an amazing group of people in front of me. They know what they want and they want to be involved in the process and who also, like, who doesn't love an Instagram poll? So I've always enjoyed working on Climax's Instagram. It's been so fun interacting with, like, the customers and things. Like, if I'm having a, my doubts about Climax or if I'm having, like, not a great day, it's so cool when... I get like a message saying that they love the brand or something. It's just awesome to see people like wanting to interact with me about it as well. Even before I started Climax, I was taking a lot of surf photos and things of my partner, which like a lot of people think he owns the company because he's like basically all over the Instagram. He's like the face of the brand. So a lot of people think he's the owner, which is quite funny. So I think that all sort of came about quite naturally interacting with the customers and the followers. Like it's, I love hearing what they think should come next and what designs and colors they're into as well. It really interests me to see what other people are into. So yeah, I think that's a nice segue you're talking about like interacting with customers and what colors and yeah the colors and the designs that they're into is really cool and it it really gives me a, like a broad idea of what you'd ask for customers opinions and people's thoughts on what colors or things they might like to see in the future which was leading perfectly into what i wanted to ask about next around it's awesome to see that obviously you went from wax and then i saw that you were like going to get into you were literally asking the question on your story like who'd like to see some climax fins or who'd like to see like hoodies or t-shirts and you even went as far as to make some puzzles when everyone was stuck at home during COVID-19 lockdowns which 
Um, I thought that was just so cool and different. So was that something that just like, you know, did someone suggest you make sure you always talk to people or I don't know, like what was, talk us through that process of going, okay, we've made wax. What else can we look at next? Well, I have like a notebook where I have honestly 30 pieces that I want to make in the future. Just like I always jot down like another surf lifestyle piece of equipment or whether it's like another piece of clothing that comes to mind. And I find it quite hard to decide what to do next when I want to do everything. (laughs) So it's really cool to get like the people who are my target audience and who are already into Climax to tell me like what they're into next and what they need in their lives that might make it like a little bit better. Like I said, it's perfect and it's natural and didn't realize you had quite the list, like obviously very ambitious, which is interesting to hear about as well. And I guess it makes sense as well because I understand you, you know, you haven't done kickstarting campaign, you haven't kind of fundraised elsewhere, you're just sort of doing it off your own back at the moment, aren't you? So that kind of making sure that customers are interested in things before you go and spend money is pretty important, isn't it? Yeah, totally. Because I'm essentially just reinvesting into the business constantly. Does that mean you're still, do you still have another job on the side or are you working full-time on Climax now? I'm working full-time on Climax now. I only just recently started doing that, which is really exciting and was very nerve-wracking at the time. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It was quite a big step. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) How did that go? Talk us through that process from, you said, you know, in the early days, obviously it's quite nerve-wracking. You're not even sure if anyone's going to buy this thing. And then obviously you've had enough success to be able to think about, okay, do I do this full-time and not have another job on the side? And you've made that leap. Just talk us through that thought process. When I was working, quite hard to juggle both just because I wanted to put all of my energy into Climax. Like I was just having so much fun with it. Like it was really hard for me to focus on anything else but... (laughs) And as it started to get kind of bigger, I was looking at the numbers and I was like, oh, you know what, maybe I could do this. And I'm really lucky to have the support that I have, especially from my friends and my family. So they essentially, like my parents pretty much convinced me to go ahead with it because I was just umming and ahhing for months. I was like, oh my God, I can't do this. I think every like, business has those days where they're like, oh my God, what am I doing? This is so silly. But yeah, they really helped me take the leap because I'm not sure if I would have by myself. Yeah, so you've got like a good support network around you between your partner slash face of the brand slash model for the brand and uh, your parents by the sound of it. Totally, yeah. I'm very lucky. And I see that you recently one of the lead sponsors for the Aotearoa Surf Film Festival. And, yeah, just as I'm thinking that through, for a company that's only been around for a year, that's pretty impressive. How was that experience and what was it like with some of the other companies you worked with on that? Oh, man, it was the Surf Aotearoa Surf Film Festival was so cool to be a part of. It's an amazing event and I was just, I feel so lucky to even be like a small part of it. The guys who run the festival are the coolest. They were so easy to work with and they were like really supportive of Climax as well. They're truly the best. I was totally, like, I feel really inspired by them because it's just amazing how they've done this nationwide festival. The content that they do, it's just so cool. And even throughout the process of the Surf Film Festival, I was really lucky to meet um, Gavin Bisman, 
he's been almost a little mentor to me and Climax. He's been really involved and really supportive. So I just feel so lucky to be a part of that Surfform Festival. It's like the coolest. And the guys are awesome. Like last year, because I had only been open for like a Climax was up for like a few months and I had message because I've been to the festival like for a few years now and I messaged like hoping to be a sponsor but I was too late <laughs> they'd already like sorted everything out so I was like okay this year is the year and like I, I made sure I was on time with it and I, even then I would think I was like really late because I had to make it a 30 second ad and I only had three weeks to do it and the surf was really bad apart from one day and I got all of my content in the one day. I was so cool to be a part of it. And seeing, like, all of the prizes of Climax stuff going all around the country, just so awesome. I think you mentioned at the start, it was interesting when you talk about skydiving, we were having a bit of a chat, and you said, I think you said there's only a couple of female instructors in New Zealand at the time that you got interested in the idea of skydiving. And I know you've talked about, you know, surfwear and products that are more tailored to women and there seems to be a bit of a New Zealand trend at the moment with the likes of Gemma Lee wetsuits and salt gypsy surfboards how has that kind of influenced what you've been working on and talk a bit about why that's important to you I think all women in business has been like totally inspiring to me especially in quite a male-dominated sport and industry it's very very cool to see women getting amongst it and they totally inspire me every day like the larger climax has gotten the more and more I want to do for women in the surfing community and seeing women like Gemily wetsuits and salt gypsy that like inspire myself and others to get out there it's just really cool to be a part of and it's definitely influenced a lot of future products and events that I hope to set into place soon. They've had a massive impact on me. So a lot of companies, I'm guessing COVID-19 has been a bit of a spanner in the works. What has the last sort of six months looked like? Obviously, probably January and February, probably pretty busy months for you in summer here in New Zealand. What's it been like since COVID-19? And have you kind of bounced back from that? Are you seeing much happening outside of New Zealand, maybe with other countries? What's that looking like? I actually think COVID was actually pretty great for Climax, especially within the first lockdown, because a lot of people were doing online shopping and I guess people were on their phones more. I think it was just easier for me to get out there a little bit better. And I think it sort of started to pick up with orders at that time. Maybe the word spread a bit. I don't even know what happened in the first lockdown, but it just really picked up for Climax, which was awesome. But obviously, it's been really stressful in terms of shipping. Like, shipping now is normal in New Zealand, but just, like, getting things overseas at the moment, especially to Australia because they have, like, quite big holes in their shipping right now and blockages, like, things are just taking longer than normal. But other than that, it's actually been really great and it hasn't affected me too much. Oh, that's great to hear. <laughs> and I guess it makes sense if you're a little company, you only really sell online. I know you work with a few retailers and stores, but to date, kind of a lot of it's been driven off your Instagram, which we talked about, and the website. So if you can kind of get that logistics side sorted out, which we have in New Zealand, it sounds like you're okay. Yeah, maybe because I'm so small right now, I'm quite lucky with the timing. Okay, so just one question to round it off. 
one year from now, where do you and your company want to be? Can you tell us anything you're working on, if it's not too secret? Or where do you where do you see yourself in a year? Where would you like to be? I definitely have a lot more products in the works, like some board bags and maybe other few things to help in the surfing lifestyle. I hope that I'm having just as much fun with Climax and like growing and connecting with new people in the surfing community. I would love to be like distributing Awax into some more smaller stores just because I, I love the small stores that I'm distributing to now and they're just so nice to work with. Yeah, it's really cool to see my stuff on a shelf somewhere. Blows my mind every time. And yeah, our friend is the owner of Rendezvous Surf Camp in Fiji. So we're looking to distribute some of our tropical wax over there as well. And there are definitely like a few events coming up that we're looking to be a part of. The Mount has like a surf festival coming up and some events that Gavin Bisman has organized, like these surf swaps, which are really cool. And we were meant to have our birthday party this year (laughs) that got postponed like four times. (laughs) So it's more looking like a second birthday party. So hopefully that'll happen next year as well. Awesome. That's, uh, I think it sounds like you have a really healthy approach to what you appreciate about the business and a lot of gratitude, which um, is something that I admire anyway, just in the way you talk about it and what sounds important to you is really, really awesome. And it's just fantastic that everything's growing the way it is. So yeah, it's been awesome to learn a lot more about it. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> uh, I'm sure luck's part of it, but also there's a lot of other stuff that goes into it that I'm sure you've played a role in. So don't discredit yourself on that front. I think we can probably wrap it up there. So thank you for joining me on the podcast today. I guess I'd just like to thank you and Surf Entrepreneurs for giving me this opportunity to be on a podcast and just all of the people around me who have totally inspired me and kept me going with Climax and just been so supportive. It's been an amazing journey and I'm so stoked all the time because of the people around me. Oh, thank you. And uh, I hope and I'm sure this is only the beginning. So I look forward to watching in the future as well as things continue to grow. Oh, thank you. Me too. Hey there, it's James again. Just a quick reminder before we finish the show. If you're wondering where you find the amazing people that we interview in this podcast, well, I'll let you in on a little secret. They're all part of a community called the Surfpreneurs Club. It's full of amazingly inspirational, knowledgeable and experienced people who have either started or run their own surf industry business. If this sounds like the sort of community that will help you and your business progress to the next level, then I reckon you should check it out. You'll find out more information at www.surfpreneurs.club. There's a link in the show notes to help you find your way there. I look forward to seeing you there soon. Cheers.